Good morning and welcome to the Markets Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday the 7th of February and as always, this is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well let's kick things off with the scores on the doors. And a relatively mild night in the US markets, I have to say. We saw the Dow Jones falling 35 points or 0.1 of a percent, 33,891. It had a high of up 37 and a low of down 242. The Nasdaq, not quite so good, unfortunately, down 1%, 120 points, 11,887. The S&P 500 in the middle for diddle, as always, down 0.61%, 25 points. 4,111. The VIX Volatility Index had a big night last night. 6.1% better, 19.44. Looks like everyone's discovered hedging and has been rushing back into buying calls and puts on the VIX. So we'll see how that pans out. The Australian ASX 200 Spy Futures up a massive one point, but one point is better than down one point, I guess. So uh, we'll see how things pan out there. But one point positive for the spy. In Europe, stock 600 was down 0.8, FTSE down 0.8, Germany down 0.8. They obviously all got the same memo. France, though, missing out, down point, uh, oh, sorry, 1.3. Spain down 0.73, so nearly 0.8. So there you go. Over in the US, though, it was once again the story of that jobs number, and Powell is due to speak as well. And we also have the U.S. Presidential State of the Union Address, which could put the cat amongst the pigeons, I have to say. Uh, Biden is set to talk about a buyback, a new policy on company buybacks. Company buybacks in the U.S. have supported the market, and he has been very anti-buyback, saying that they make CEOs rich and do nothing else except enhance rich shareholders and international investors. So, not a big fan, and we could see some moves there. Whether, of course, he gets anything through on it remains to be seen, but certainly that is a possibility. The US 10 years pushing up 11.9 basis points to 3.651. So, the US bond market is back with its yields pushing ever higher. Two year yields 4.485, up 18.4 basis points. The Aussie 10 year. 3.527, up 5.9 basis points. No wonder the NASDAQ was under pressure in the US. We also saw the US dollar index push higher again, up 0.7 of a percent. The US dollar against the A dollar. We're back below 69, 68.80. Remember, we were nearly 71 and change uh, not so long ago. As far as US stocks go, let's look at the biggies. Apple down 1.8%, Meta down 0.25, Google down 1.8, Microsoft down 0.6, Amazon down 1.2. We had Tesla up 2.5, Netflix down 1.2, JP Morgan up 0.6, Citigroup down 0.2, Goldman up 0.2, Bank of America down 0.2, Wells Fargo up 0.2, and Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down 2.5%. And we saw ExxonMobil 
down 0.2. General Motors up half and GE up half a percent there in the US. So a little bit of a higgledy-piggledy night in the US. After hours as well, we have had Pinterest results out. I'm not sure really how Pinterest makes some money, but they do apparently. Uh, they were down 11% after hours, so not a good result there and probably will weigh a little bit on NASDAQ futures, um, although um, I think a lot of the US social media sites and platforms have been very badly affected by TikTok. Let's face it, it's the elephant in the room that no one really wants to talk about except for the US um, politicians who want to ban TikTok, and you can see why. As far as commodities go, overnight we had Brent crude a little bit better. 81.23, up $1.29, 1 1.6%. WTI up 71 cents to 74.06, up 1%. Gold, well, after the big fall on the weekend, we managed a $3.20 rise to 1868.7, up 0.17%. Platinum, though, falling 0.4. In other commodities, copper down 1.2. Nickel got smacked down 4.8%, but it has been very volatile. Aluminium down 1.4, zinc down 3.3, lead up 0.5, and tin having a big night down 4.97%. Let's call it 5%. In commodity stocks, let's have a little look. BHP in ADR terms was down 1.6%. Rio down 1.1%. Freeport down a half. Alcoa down 1.4%. Tech up 1.2%. Anglo down 1.85, Glencore down 1.55%, Vale falling 2.1%, and Arbamal in the lithium space down 3.6%. So no good news there. And uh, James Hardy in the US was down 2.8% as well. So it looks like despite the fact that we have that one-point gain, it's hard really to see where that one-point gain is going to be. Obviously, the banks should do a little better uh, given the yields rising, but there does come a point where those rising yields, of course, do have a detrimental effect on the banks. They do raise rates for mortgage holders, but they don't raise rates for the deposit holders, and so that net interest margin increases. But at some stage, the interest rate rises do hurt and pull back on their business. We do have, of course, the RBA this afternoon as well. 2.30. Most people going for 25 basis points, but there are a few outliers suggesting 40 basis points, so we shall see. Um, Goldman Sachs, this is some US news, Goldman Sachs has cut the odds of the US economy entering a recession over the next year, citing in part the enduring strength of the nation's job market. They have cut their subjective probability to 25%. Less than half the 65% consensus estimate. Google has announced a new conversational AI technology it will open up to public testing called BARD. And it confirms uh, the new chat technology will rival the increasingly popular chat GPT. And President Biden, of course, he's got his State of the Union address. Uh, he has uh, said that raising the debt limit, or will say that raising the debt limit of the United States is not negotiable and should not be used as a bargaining chip by lawmakers. So we'll see. But buybacks very much in their sights, I guess, from Joe Biden. In China, major retailers have slashed the price of Apple's iPhone 14 models 
amid a slump in smartphone demand. Uh, JD.com, which is an authorised Apple distributor, is now selling the basic version of the iPhone 14 Pro for $1,062. US Of course, local news is the most important for us. We do have the RBA at 2.30 this afternoon. And Macquarie is out this morning with a trading update, which looks a little better than the market was going for. Now, talk, it's a trading update rather than full-year results. Macquarie have a March year-end uh, in line with uh, the UK's uh, tax year, because originally Macquarie came out of Hill Samuel, for those of you that don't know that. Um, but they did say the NPAP for nine months to December 31st, slightly up versus previous year. It looks like, once again, the commodity side of things has sparkled. We have also Transurban results out this morning. They delivered record first half earnings. The return of traffic congestion and rising toll fares. It raised its guidance for the full year dividends to 57 cents per share. It previously told investors to expect 53 cents. Transurban is a stock that I have liked for a long, long time and have written about it many times in the newsletter. Uh, they delivered a net profit of $55 million, which includes all group profit and expenses compared with the loss of $106 million in an earlier period. They've also partnered with Canadian investment group CDPQ in the sale of a 50% stake in the A25 toll road in Montreal, Canada, which sold for $384 million. And they say that it will bring along a strategically aligned and well-respected Quebec partner with a track record of working alongside Transurban in Sydney. Also today as well announced that its CEO, Scott Charlton, who has done a pretty good job, will leave the toll road operator at the end of 2023 after 11 years at the helm there. In other news today, Star Casino is hit with a third-class action lawsuit. Uh, certain Newcrest Mining shareholders are pretty unimpressed with the Newmont offer. Obviously, the job now of the Newcrest board is to talk up the prospects for the company and try and get a better price and a more definitive offer from Newmont. In the newsletter today, I have a run through some of the history of Newmont and Newcrest. Uh, Newmont was founded uh, many, many years ago. In 1929, if my memory serves me, sorry, 1921, uh, by Colonel William Thompson, and was named after the places he lived and worked, Montana and New York, hence the name Newmont. Could have been York Tanner, I guess, but uh, luckily he chose the first part of the names. But certainly the job now of the board is to talk up the bid and try and get a better price. Of course, this is a script offer from uh, Newmont, so uh, it is relatively somewhat painless to raise the price to some extent. ANZ Group Holdings are preparing to launch a $970 million hybrid securities offering. Nick Scarley has been downgraded to outperform from buy at CLSA. That's after the stock fell 15% yesterday. ARB Corp has been downgraded to neutral from outperform at Macquarie. Beach Energy upgraded to neutral from underperform at Macquarie. And Macquarie has updated Flight Center but has downgraded corporate travel. In other news, uh, Medibank Public has deferred its uh, New Year premium increase for two months. There we go. And we've also seen GQG, which is a MFG, a Magellan 
Rival has reported funds under management as at the 31st of January was 92 billion versus a month ago of 88 billion. And we have seen as well Red Five providing a drilling update of King of the Hills. Uh, high grade assays received from underground resource extension and grade control drilling across key mining areas at the King of the Hills gold mine. Uh, in Macquarie, more news coming out there. Uh, Macquarie Asset Management base fees expected to be broadly in line with raising and deployment in private markets. Banking and financial services talk about growth in loan portfolio deposits and platform volumes. They certainly have been aggressively advertising. Commodities and global markets subject to market conditions which make forecasting difficult. Uh, it has benefited from strong trading conditions in FY23 year-to-date and expected to be substantially up on FY22, including the timing of income recognition, gas and power, transport and storage contracts. Looks like the commodities and global markets has been uh, the standout again uh, for Macquarie. Uh, Macquarie Capital Transaction Activity is expected to be substantially down on a record FY22 with market conditions weakening in the financial year. I'll be interested to see what the market makes of these numbers. Well, that's it from me today. Question of the day today. I want you guys to do some homework for me. Uh, basically, if you were going to launch the Hindenburg, what would you go full Hindenburg on? What would you? What stock or company would you do a Hindenburg-style report on if you had the choice? What stock would you want to short in considerable size and conviction? Well, that's it from me. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.